Aftershark MMA Show. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Mm, let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsor who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. And paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. All right, guys, we're back on the show. Today we're gonna be going over our fight picks. We're saying here, over uh, for UFC 254, featuring the main card, Ganji versus Khabib. But before we get started, I want to uh, give a quick shout out to a guy who I just recently had in my podcast, Sam Alve. He's actually fighting on the card as well. Good luck to him in his fight. How's it going, Zane? It's good, Mark. How you been? Good, good. Trying to keep busy with everything going on in the world today, right? So yeah, well. Yeah. So which fight did you want to go over first? You you were mentioning to me Lauren Murphy first, I guess. He's on a main yes. event, like the uh, uh, second fighter. Say it again. She's fighting Cynthia Calveo. Lauren okay. Murphy against Cynthia Calveo. Now these now. 
I, I believe that Lauren Murphy has had a lot of success lately. She's, okay. uh, I'm pretty sure she's on the, in the win column the past couple of fights. And uh, Cynthia Calveo, she's had, uh, I think about probably the past year, year and a half, she seems like she's kind of running through the division. But I think she recently had a fight. I don't know if you have the research there, but I think she recently had a fight. It might not have gone her way, but this is a, this is a good fighter. Cynthia Calveo is a good fighter. And uh, I don't know if she bumped up in weight. I forget her, uh, her history, but I know that Lauren Murphy is, I think she was asking for this fight and she is very confident and I got a feeling that it might go her way. I think, uh, I think I've always liked Lauren Murphy. I don't think she's the most technical striker, um, but I think that she has, uh, I think she has decent submissions and she's just a tough girl and she, you know, I kind of sound like, uh, you know, some of the people on TV, but I think she really wants to win this one. I think she's got more drive to win this particular fight than maybe Cynthia Calveo, but it's going to be a good fight. I think that Cynthia Calveo is very technical, very good. And I don't know. I think it's going to be entertaining. Yeah. I'm actually showing someone different on the card. I don't know which I'm getting mine. Oh, you're getting off the UFC.com website or MMA junkie. No, I'm getting it off of UFC 254, the, uh, the actual event. Changed the card. So you're going for Lauren Murphy on that one? I, I like both of them. I, but, but you know, I wouldn't say like. I respect both of them as fighters. <laughs> I really don't like Cynthia Calveo. I think she's, eh, I don't know. A little, little, <laughs> yucky, little yucky of a personality. Oh, uh, you don't like her? Yeah. So what do you think about the uh the co main event with uh with Whitaker? Well Whitaker is always strong, but he's uh and this we've talked about this before. When a fighter has a really good win streak, then they're not getting knocked out because they're winning. They're not getting hurt yeah. too much because they're winning. But when yeah. when you get knocked out it does something to you. Now, some people, it takes longer for it to happen. But when you get knocked out over and over again, uh, it takes a toll on the body. Now, some people, after they get knocked out once, now all of a sudden they got a glass jaw. So we don't know how Whitaker is going to look. And we don't really know, at least I don't, I don't know too much about his opponent. But it, it's going to be interesting to see how, how Whitaker, you know, comes back. You know, is he going to come back and, you know, get a couple of wins and then shoot for the title again? Or is he going to maybe possibly fade away as an ex-champion? I mean, he's still tough as nails guy. I respect him a lot, but I don't know. I don't know if he's going to regain the title eventually. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll lose weight and go down to 170. I don't know. That would be awesome. Yeah. Israel doesn't think Whitaker's going to win. I, I don't know. It, it could go either way. I, I, he's again, actually I'm, predicting uh, the other guy. He wants. He, that's what he said in the last the last fight he had. Well, he probably uh, Whitaker. Jared's gonna win. That's who he thinks he's gonna end up fighting. Then he well, said, if Whitaker wins, he now he'll be happy to knock him out again. <laughs> Israel uh, is getting a little bit too loud from uh, my uh, my liking. I mean, I like. I think I like him, but he's getting – it seems like he's, 
he's trying too much. He's trying to be the cool guy too much. He should just be who he, I believe he really is deep down where you don't have to curse so much. You don't have to showboat. You don't have to shout out. You don't have to, you know, you know, you, you don't have to, uh, you know, punch your way through a conversation, you know, just be calm, cool, relaxed. Don't care about what anybody's going to say. So what, I don't, I still don't know what was up with his chest. Some people are like, you he's got a boob. He's got I think a boob. it's female hormones. <laughs> that's why uh, my I, comment. I think I, I might honestly, mention that on, on, on my podcast. I think it's really important. I actually think I know what it is. It could be just a, a fat tumor. You know, sometimes people get them in their chest. And it just, and sometimes you get them right there, specifically right there. There's uh, reasons why they grow like that but it doesn't mean that you know you have cancer it doesn't mean that whoops um did i fade away for a second yeah for a little bit yeah no no worries oh unfortunately i think my phone is a little bit low but um anyway we'll see how long this interview will last with me but what i can say about that particular uh growth that he might have they're probably just going to go to a doctor and they're going to give him, you know, some pills, whatever, and it goes away. It's probably just something could be water, could be a fat tumor, but it's, it's probably something not to be concerned about. But again, he didn't have to defend it like a child and be like, what are you doing looking at my titty? You know, like that, that's a child. I actually didn't pay attention to any of his responses, actually. I, 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 I just can't believe that people were focusing on it so much. I think that people wanted to focus on it because they knew if they mentioned it, then he would get defensive. And I think that's what they want. They like they, they can't stand that they can't beat him. So they'll try to make fun of him. And, you know, too bad. You know, there's you're not gonna be able to satisfy everyone. And yeah. the people who are the loudest are usually the jerks. Anyway, yeah. I don't really I don't really care. Mm. I'm gonna talk about the fight. All right. I think that I don't know much about this new guy. Sorry, I'm outside and they get the train next to me. So you're gonna hear the that's train. All right. That's all right. I had I was just smacking my dog and on the side. Yeah. Enough people saw that, but but this new guy either he's a friend or friendly of of not Whitaker of uh, Israel Alasanya, or it could could be honestly that just Israel just doesn't feel like fighting the same people over and over again, and he wants to fight somebody new, uh, or maybe he thinks he's going to be uh, you know a more exciting fight and people will will look for a more exciting fight. I don't know, but um, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see Whitaker. So who do you think is going to win that one? Whitaker or the other guy? I I don't know. I don't know. If Israel's saying that the other guy is going to win, maybe Israel knows something. Maybe he's trained with him before. Maybe he's seen him. Maybe uh, obviously he knows more about him than I do, but I don't know. I think the safe, the safe bet is to go Whitaker. We'll see what type of Whitaker comes out. We'll see if he's going to, get knocked out early. We'll see if he's going to come back with a fury and wants to regain his title. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. I think I'll go with uh, Israel's pick. I think I'm going to go with Jared, even though I don't really know too much about him. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. You're not betting money on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So now on to the uh, the main event, Khabib versus Ganji. Ganji. So I've never... I'm trying to think. Ganji didn't Ganji get hurt once? I'm trying to remember. He only got beat once, right? In the UFC, I'm trying to remember. He's got two losses on his record. Uh, it's it's probably right. Um, he he might have. 
I, I think he got knocked out during a champion uh, during a. Um, uh, Jesus, this is going to bother me now. He got knocked out to someone who had the championship. It was the guy that Connor beat for the hundred and fifty-five. Alvarez. Al, Al, no, was it? Yeah. I think oh, it was. no. He lost. Yeah, he lost to Eddie Alvarez. He actually, when he lost, he lost two fights in a row, actually. He lost to yeah. Eddie Alvarez and then Dustin Poirier. Yeah, which is ridiculous. He should have never and lost to Poirier. He lost two. He went, like, I think 17 fights in a row. Then he had two losses. And then he's been on a one, two, three, four fight win streak. The yeah, last fight he had with Ferguson was insane. He, insane. He. When I, I was listening to interviews and he had a long talk with his, with his train, uh, with his camp. And they said, listen, I know you love to fight, but you're having too much fun in there. They said, if you want to stay in the win column, you can't have as much fun as you want to. And they tried to tell him like, stop going in there swinging. You know, you have all the tools, uh, you have the ability to, to beat everybody. You just got to be a little bit smarter and not be, uh, not just go in there and just swing and having fun. And he put together a really great camp, and he was absolutely amazing against Tony Ferguson. I, have, I, I did not know that Gaethje was going to be able to have such amazing, not footwork, but where he was always ready. And to tell you the truth, that's, that's how if I fight someone, I, I fight someone exactly how Gaethje was where you understand about stance, you understand about how that pole is supposed to go from your head, through your shoulders, through your hips, down to the ground, and you're always supposed to be, be in a stance where you're ready to go. There's one thing about Gaethje and that fight with Tony Ferguson, he was never off balance. He was yeah. always, always, always ready on balance to throw, whether it was a kick or a punch or to move. He was never... Uh, off balance or, or not ready where he had to, oh, well, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Tony would throw something and he wasn't ready to move. He was always ready. It looked like he was ready to run a race the entire time and he stayed directly in front of Tony Ferguson. He made sure that he was always straight. And, he, and if he was ever off, if he ever needed to get away from a punch, he was out of the way. He was very, very quick to move. And I just thought, I thought he did an amazing job. Yeah. I know I'm talking about Tony Ferguson, but the thing is, if he takes that same mindset, and now you're looking at Khabib, who is very, very different, well, you know it's going to be eventually going to the ground. But Gaethje is excellent as far as stopping the takedown. So I think that it's smart for Gaethje, even though he's very good on the ground as well, I think it's smart for him to, you know, as everyone says, try and keep it on the feet. But Gaethje has a lot of power, and I think that Tony can take a better punch than Khabib. So I think that if Gaethje is able to land on Khabib as he did Tony, mm. I, th I think he's going to take it. And to tell you the truth, I, I know it's not a safe bet, but I'm going to go with Gaethje on this one. If he comes out and he fights as devastatingly perfect as he did with Tony Ferguson, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Gaethje on this one. Yeah, I think he's going to win because ever since I saw – I've only watched World Series of Fighting like two or three times. 
because there was like a, I forget the guy's name. There's a Henzo Gracie guy that fight in there. Uh, his name slips my mind, but he actually held the belt in two different weight divisions. He's from uh, New York. Actually teaches in Hoboken now. His name just escapes me. He'll come to me probably when I'm off this uh, interview with you. But Justin was also on that card. And I just remember uh, Angie just like, I was like amazed at how powerful he was. And he was undefeated at that time. And he won. He was like, I think he defended the belt. I wonder if it even tells you. Let's see. He defended. Let's see if it says it in here. Uh, he, he holds the record for the most consecutive title defenses in the organization. He defended the title five times. So that goes to show you. You know, I mean, it's the fighters in there aren't as elite as they are in the UFC, but I mean, the guy defends the belt five times. Oh, yeah. And he, and he lit up everybody once he went to the UFC. He had a lot of, he had a few uh, consecutive wins once he started. So. I'm going to go with uh, Ganji on this one. And then I think it's up for Connor. Him and Connor to step up. I would love to see Connor go up against uh, who did Gaethje lose to? You said it was Alvarez Ferguson. and who Ferguson. else was he? Yeah. What's that? Uh, no, Connor not beat uh, Alvarez, but the other one is Portier. He beat them both. Portier. I want to see yeah. Connor and Portier again. Yeah. That would be that would be a good fight. I, think I don't know. I think Connor would win actually, again if he's in the uh, I, I don't know. I, I have to choose. I think that Poirier definitely did get a lot better. Yeah. But you know, know what I like to see? To be. You know what I like to see? If Dana Watch is listening to the show, I want the UFC to do what Pride and Bellator does: put together a Grand Prix tournament. You, I don't know if you, you, you probably remember the Pride Days. Did you ever see – Bellator does that. Like, even though they have a, a title holder or whatever the weight division is, they put together a Grand Prix, and sometimes they invite people from other organizations in it. So everybody in there is at either one point either a champion or has fought for the championship. And it's just another round. And every week it's another round to see who gets to the, to the finals. That's what I like to see. I I like to see like a, let's say for the light, lightweight belt, you know, Justin, Habib, Connor, Ferguson, and Poirier. Put them in and see who takes the who takes the Grand Prix belt. I think that would be interesting. Uh, and then if they could do the same thing with the other divisions, like spice it up, man. Spice it up. You know, change it up. I mean, yeah, but what bring back tournament structure? Style. How is it structured different? Well, like I said, is what they how do, you, do, how do you is they, they, they make it um, – it's not like – it's like the old days of pride, but it's not like the PFL. I don't know if you've seen the PFL. The PFL, what they did is they turned the fighting season into, like, what they do with other sports. So, the PFL, if you win, depending on how – the quicker you win, the more points you get. And then you go into the semifinals and the finals, and the winner gets a million dollars, no matter what the belt is, right? Middleweight, heavyweight, whatever. Um, Bellator does it more like Pride, where they, they take a pool of people and they just submit them into the Grand Prix. Even if you're the champ of that division, you start from scratch. And then every week, two people fight, two people fight, and then 
the final, they have like a, a bracket here and a bracket there. And then whoever wins the bracket goes down. It's maybe like eight people, like a, let's say like a eight fighters total, two pair off, two pair off, two pair off. And the winners of each round until a process of elimination. And then at the end, it's the final two. And sometimes it's not necessarily the champ in there. You know what I mean? He still retains his title, but now it's a different title. And then sometimes what they do is they invite people from other organizations like One or Risen to, to compete in it. So I think I think they should do that. I think, I think the UFC needs to spice it up a little bit. You know? I know. I think uh, I think they got enough spice with having to change the way that they hold competitions already. So I think it's going to be probably about another year or two before there's any 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 type of new spice. <laughs> so, but I I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah. You know, we've been watching this for a really really long time, and of course, you know, you get as much as it's entertaining, it gets a little bit boring. With all right. Same divisions, same this, same that. Um, what they what they even could do is, you know, some people are saying, oh, they should allow women to fight men. Well, nah, I feel that's a nah. really, really bad idea. Yeah, nah, that's a really bad idea. Right. But nah. what they could do, what they could do, which I thought would be awesome, is something I was thinking about. Like you, like you had this Grand Prix thing, and I was thinking, like, do you remember Rocky one? Rocky won the the underlying like some people might forget that the story was that he was fighting in these you know small time organizations and then you had the champion smokers gave, what's that the smokers yeah yeah well, the, he fought the, smokers the and then the champion just made an offer to some random guy and that's how he got a shot right well I, I right. mean they, they kind of they kind of right. did do that with with the last few ultimate fighters, right? Whoever won, I think it was the last two. One of them was Mighty Mouse. I forget who the other one was. Actually, I think that might've been the only series. What they did is they brought together all world champions from different organizations. And then the winner of the UFC Ultimate Fighter Series then went to fight for the belt. And I think the only one right, they did right. that with was with Mighty Mouse. Right, but what I feel that they should do is they don't have to get a champion they could just get someone they can get where it would have to be kind of proven that the person isn't a champion and try to give them a shot where it's somehow they win a chance to fight whoever they want in the UFC where it would be a combination of maybe um, I don't know. I was just thinking that, well, you know, they have to be a fighter. They have to know how to, how to fight. Or if they just win, if let's say it was just somehow a gamble and they, they win this, this prize, then what they can do is they can say, all right, I get six months of free lessons any day of the week that I want, seven days a week. They win six months to put together, uh, to put themselves together as a fighter. And then they get to fight either the champion or they get to fight, uh, you know, someone in the division in the weight class that they fit into. I just thought it might be kind of cool. And they could also do like, hey, you know, this month, you know, with, uh, you know, with Joe Schmo, he's looking better and he's losing weight and he's working out with this professional at this camp. Like maybe 
you know, th or even three months, you know, three months where one month he goes to one camp, another month he goes to another camp. And then, you know, that last month, uh, you know, he has like the people who are going to support him in the fight. I just thought it might be kind of cool. Something like that. Yeah. Or they could do the other thing that Bellator did is it's similar to the Grand Prix, but it was, you fight more than once in one night. So the first round, I think is only two two rounds. The first fight is only yeah two rounds, and then if you make it to, so you only fight twice. If you make it past the first fight, then your third fight is three rounds because of the regulations they got now. You can't do more than five rounds in one night. That might be an uninteresting one, but we'll see. I mean, we're just speculating here, but like getting back to this fight, uh, the UFC two fifty four, right? Well, this it's, weekend, it's the following weekend, October 24th. I guess we'll find out if the picks are right. So, again, we're picking Ganji for the main card, and I'm going with Jared for the co main event, and you're going with Robert Whitaker. Right? Yeah, so I, said, I mean, my, my opinions aren't as strong. Like, I don't know if Gaethje's going to win it, but if I had to pick, I think Gaethje will probably, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Whitaker is probably going to win. And then with Gaethje, um, I'm just so excited for that fight. I honestly think it's going to go into – I don't think he's going to be able to finish it in the first round. I think yeah. that – I think Gaethje's going to need at least second, third, fourth, or fifth round, and I honestly think it's going to be a knockout. I think yeah, it's going to be a knockout or a pummeling. Yeah, and your video went out. <laughs> and for everybody uh, who doesn't know, uh, I guess because of the time zone differences – it's going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And then I guess that would be like, what, 11 a.m. If you're on the West Coast here in the U.S., it's not the normal time of 10 p.m. So if you're going to get it, make sure you're aware of that. It's during the afternoon. I'm sure you can catch it on replays at night. But just to keep you guys aware. And then that's pretty much it. Well, I'm going to be excited to be able to watch a UFC yeah. when I'm not falling asleep half the time. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, if, uh, maybe we can get together. Like, if we find out it's on replay somehow, maybe maybe they have it at five or something, or maybe I'll just come by. I don't know. I got to see what's going on. Hey, Mark, but, listen, uh, listen. From your buddy Zane, what I actually want you to maybe try to do one time is during the fights, if we can have commentary in between the rounds. So I was honestly thinking what I think. You know, not that you need any help from me running your business, but maybe one of these times we could, you know, take the UFC as we're watching it. And then in between the rounds, we can give our, our quick opinion. Yeah, we could do that. We could, they call it, I think that's normally called the watch party. Like you, you go on a Facebook and everybody watches it, but you know, people watching the show or listening to the podcast, let me know. If you got the anchor app, download it. You can send me a message directly. Right from the Anchor app. Let me know. All right, guys. This is Mark the Shark signing off. Zane, it was good to have you on the show. See you guys next week. Thanks, Mark. Take care. And it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast. And you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA show. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate to his podcast for more amazing episodes.
Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark. Retorto. Just want to make sure that everyone's following me, not only here on this podcast, but on my new live show that's hosted on Twitch. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And I air a new episode every Saturday. So check it out. All right, guys, you can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And, of course, on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. That's Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Retorto, R-I-T-O-R-T-O. Keep up to date and follow us. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show? And be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto. Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, sign up, take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA, and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week, worldwide, from everywhere. Check it out. WWW Mark the Shark MMA Show.com. Hey guys, just want to let everybody know that if you're looking for a good suspense thriller action novel, check out the book written by me, Mark the Shark, called The Cabal The Saga Begins. If you go to my website now, WWW Retorto Family Books, you can get an autographed signed copy for only $8 plus shipping. Again, go to www.retortofamilybooks.com. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. All right, guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C, not a K. 
And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you. <laughs>